Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. For a long time, cancer was one step ahead. Now, the Prostate Cancer Foundation's research is delivering new treatments to patients all the time. I've had prostate cancer. My dad had it, which means now I'm at a greater risk. Join us as we finally take the lead over cancer. Put this game behind us, once and for all. I beat it, and so can you. To get ahead of the game, go to PCF.org to learn more. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Ever wonder how the Salt Lake Bees baseball field looks so good? The award-winning Bees grounds crew turned to Mountainland Supply for their turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? Well, when you need irrigation products for your lawn that you can trust, Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe, parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Golfers, our tee times, fairways, and greens are on the horizon. Until then, your friends at Uinta Golf encourage you to stay safe, practice social distancing, and wash your hands. Our plan is to reopen based off state and federal guidelines. During the interruption, our online store remains open at WorldwideGolfShops.com. Thank you for your patience and understanding, and most of all, for being a part of our amazing golf community. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we look forward to serving you soon. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. 
Hello again and welcome to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us. We got a great one for you. And as always, it's brought to you by Callaway Golf and their new Maverick drivers and fairway woods hybrids. New distances out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. And we are stacked. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes, we're going to welcome in Ian Carter, golf correspondent for the BBC. We'll check in on things across the pond. Also, Troy Merritt, two-time winner on the PGA Tour. And a guy that happened to take down Mike Conley in a game of horse who just uh, deleted or defeated everybody else in the NBA in a game of horse. So we'll let him have a little run on that. Jeff Rude follows up a little basketball golf talk as he was covering Michael Jordan and the Bulls back in the day at the Chicago Sun-Times and has some interesting stories for us. We'll welcome in our good friend Jeff Rude. Still in the back nine, hour number two, a detailed conversation on putting and Ryder Cup with former Ryder Cup captain, former PGA champion, a Hall of Famer, Dave Stockton stops by, as well as our conversation with America's favorite caddy. This is going to be fun. Hope everybody's doing well out there but we got some good stuff to talk about this week bob we do have good stuff and we've got good news uh especially here in the state of utah things are going to start easing up a little bit and uh you know golf and restaurants and everything are are gonna loosen up a little bit and we're gonna get back to a little bit of some normalcy which is very welcome and i'm glad you mentioned good news because just a little shout out to john krasinski and his good news network uh it just some good news network is so good what he's doing out there if you haven't checked it out it's one of my favorite things that has come from this pandemic on social media really really awesome what they're able to do out there well listen we're gonna take a short break we're gonna pay some bills thanks for tuning in when we come back we'll check in with Ian Carter across the pond, golf correspondent for the BBC, joining us next. We'll get his take on things in the world of golf on Real Golf Radio. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded ready to fish find your river quiver at riversmith.com to be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting callaway can't stop pushing the limits that's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new maverick irons ai has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch new distance is out there it takes a maverick find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. How did we create our most advanced tour ball ever? We invested and built one of the most advanced golf ball facilities in the world. Inside and out, we've re-engineered every aspect of ChromeSoft to create our fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. A new era of innovation has built a ball for total performance. The new Chrome Soft. This ball changes everything. From the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year, OGO's new Fuse Stand Bag will have you feeling as fresh on the 17th hole as you did on the second. Integrating industry-leading strap technology, OGO's Fuse Stand Bag is the perfect companion for the walking golfer. 
With wide and dense padding and the self-leveling fit disc technology, the Fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season, make sure your stand bag is as light as Fuse. Learn more about the best bags in golf at ogo.com slash golf. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. So pleased to be joined right now by our good friend from uh, across the pond. He's a golf correspondent for uh, the BBC, and we've often had the opportunity to sit next to him in, in places like Augusta, Georgia, and Pebble Beach, and other fine golf destinations hosting major championships. And the best we can do, at least for now, is to chat via uh, phone call and, and uh, technology. And so we're welcome to pleased to welcome Ian Carter to the show. Hey, Ian, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Brian. Good to good to hear from you and Bob. Um, it's, it's it's such a shame that we're we're not sharing each other's company at uh, at tournaments somewhere around the world at the moment. But uh, that's just the way of the world, isn't it? Unfortunately, it is. Uh, sad sad as it may be. And I guess first question is, how are you and your family? How's the situation where you are right now? Yeah, we're all good. Um, we're we we live sort of fairly close to London and. Um, you know, we've got a, a, a fairly stringent lockdown going on in the UK at the moment. So there's there's no golf, there's no sport going on. Uh, we can go out for, you know, an hour's exercise a, a day or to, to go to the shops. But otherwise, we have to stay in our homes. Um, fortunately, I, I have a, a garden, a backyard, as you guys might call it. So uh, it's nothing grand, but it's, it's big enough to practice my chipping. So um, <laughs> but I'm not... But, but I'm not getting any better. But there we are. But, <laughs> you um, you, you need to cut it down through. so you can make it a putting green. <laughs> I, I'm very proud of my lawn, but it's it's not quite that good. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Ian, uh, I, I guess. Well, first of all, that's good news to hear that you're well. Uh, what are you? What are your thoughts on what you're hearing? Obviously, Augusta National uh, postponed the Masters, and now it's looking to be played in November. I assume if it does, in fact, go off in November, we'll see you there. Uh, well, I would hope so. Yeah, I mean, I think an awful lot is going to depend on what the global travel situation is. Um, whether or not, um, you know, employers like the BBC and, and other broadcasters and media organizations are happy for their employees to, to travel under sort of health and safety conditions. You know, all of that is, is going to come into play. Uh, and we wait to see, you know, whether these events are going to have spectators, whether it's going to be possible 
for them to take place. Clearly, there is a, a massive imperative to get going again with, with all kinds of sport, and golf is right at the forefront. And I do get the impression that there is a feeling that a sport such as golf, maybe tennis as well, individual sports, perhaps have more chance of, of getting underway in the current climate uh, than, than team sports and, 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 and those kind of pursuits. You know, Ian, the PGA Tour on our side of the pond is looking for a restart mid-June, which is, you know, six weeks away, that kind of thing. What have you heard or what have what has um, transpired with the European Tour and what their thinking is and, and how their, their schedule will apply going forward? Well, Bob, they're, they're, the, the problem is that they uh, don't have the benefit of having kind of a, a universal territory to, to work with and the European tour at the mercy of, of governments and health departments of, of countries all over Europe and the world um, because of course the European tour isn't just based in, in the continent of, of Europe so it is very very difficult for them uh, there, are, there are a lot of issues at play for the European tour um, as, the, as the calendar stands at the moment there is nothing showing until the last week of July and the British Masters, which was supposed to be a, a, a relatively small event up against the Olympics, of course. Now, the Olympics aren't, aren't happening. I think looking at the, the situation here in the UK, it would be very optimistic to think that that tournament can get underway. Um, I know that Keith Pelly has written to players and members of the tour to say that maybe September is a more realistic start date for the European Tour. But then the other factors that, that come into play, obviously you've got the PGA Championship in uh, August, slated for August now, the US Open in September, and that is hard against two things. One, the PGA Championship, uh, our PGA Championship at Wentworth, which is always a, a big event. Now, can, can that go on the week before a major? And of course, you've got the Ryder Cup potentially the week after uh, the U.S. Open. So suddenly September becomes very crowded. And the other issue for the European Tour is that the race to Dubai, their you know, equivalent of the FedEx Cup playoffs, comes usually to a big climax in November. Huge events, big money tournaments on the Rolex series culminating in Dubai and slap bang in the middle of all of that now, you have the Masters. So a tremendous number of headaches for, for the management of the European Tour right now. Ian Carter, golf correspondent with the BBC, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. You brought up the Ryder Cup, and by the way, that is everything is is uh, fluid right now, right? I mean, this is very much a fluid mm. situation. We don't know uh, as far as uh, when these events and how the European Tour events and PGA Tour events, yada yada. I I I completely. That's a good perspective. Thanks for sharing. As far as the Ryder Cup goes, let's just assume that it may go off as as it currently is scheduled. The big discussion right now is. Is a Ryder Cup a Ryder Cup if there aren't any fans? What do you think? I think if Europe play against America and the trophy gets presented at the end of it, it's the Ryder Cup. Um, in the same way as the, the Charles Schwab uh, events at Colonial, Colonial will be that, even though fans aren't there. Of course you want the fans there. I, I can still you know, feel the vibrations through my body of being on that eighth green at, at, at uh, Hazeltine when Patrick Reed holds his long-range putt to half 
Rory McIlroy after he told a monster putt. And the noise and the atmosphere was one of the greatest I've, I've ever experienced at any sporting event I've ever been at. But, you know, we're in different times right now. And if, if, if it can be played without crowds, well, maybe it has to be because certainly the financial optics are very, very uh, important, certainly for the European Tour, I would imagine also for the PGA of America, for the television broadcasters as well. They wouldn't want to stage it without fans unless they absolutely had to. And if they have to, then I think the players have to embrace it. And the thing is that, you know, whoever holds the winning putt of a Ryder Cup without crowds there, that putt will still be cheered. It'll be cheered in living rooms all around the world. It's just that those cheers won't be heard by the players. And I'd like to hear the players say, listen, we'll do what it takes for the good of the game, for the good of the tours, for the good of the Ryder Cup, Um, you know, regardless of whether crowds are going to be there. And I think it's slightly disappointing that we haven't heard that from the players. Instead, we've heard, well, it wouldn't be a real Ryder Cup right. without right. the crowd. And, you know, I just think, well, hang on a minute. You know, there, there are a lot of things at play here. And those players get an awful lot and always have done out of the Ryder Cup. the to and fro with the crowds and so on and so forth. Um, but if that's not there, it's not there. And it's just the same for the soccer players or the NFL players or whoever it might be if they have to play without crowds as well. You know, we're in extraordinary times and things are not going to be as good as as you would want them to be. And we've got to get on with it and accept that, I think. You know, the interesting thing now about that is if we do go on and play the Ryder Cup in September right after the U.S. Open, how are the teams picked? How, how are yeah. um, how how is uh, Captain Harrington and Captain Stricker going to be to fill out their teams with the guys that are going to be playing? Well, again, they've got it. They've got to come up with whatever they, they see as being the best way of doing it, and we know whatever they decide is not going to be as good as having the qualifying processes that were, were laid out initially. We, you know, we, but we have to accept that, we, you know, in the same way as we know that we can't get on a train nowadays or on a bus or whatever it, it might be. You know, these are different times. And, you know, if that means that the, the, the captains have 12 picks each, well, let's go with that because I do think that, you know, there is a responsibility on professional sport to provide the entertainment for the fans. Um, without the fans watching on television, then actually it's, it's never going to be a professional sport, is it? And these guys have made fantastic livings out of it. You know, I, I, just the more I think about it, the more, um, the, the, the more you know, that I, I consider it, the more I think that if, the organisers and the tours feel it have to have to be played. The players have to come on board with it, you know. And you have to you have to take the compromises and the the, the issues that go with it and and accept them. And look at it as a way to provide the relief or the distraction or whatever, however you want to describe it to the fans who would have paid to be there and will continue to pay to be there after this is passed. So I, I think that's yeah, an interesting and, perspective. And, and, yeah. And, and the guy, and the guys who are paying their, their subscriptions for their, for their cable feeds and, um, you know, to, to, to actually watch, to watch it, you know, that, that, that's millions of people all around the world who are, who are going to enjoy it. And it's not going to be the same spectacle. We know that it'll be a different spectacle if, if it happens. But my concern is that it is, is, is not just that, obviously, 
um, you've got the, the financial factor, but think about the knock-on effects. If, if the Ryder Cup doesn't happen this year, then it, it rolls over into 2021. What happens to the President's Cup? We know the Olympics is already going into 2021 as well. Um, cluttered calendars are very, very difficult for, for golf to resolve. Personally, I'd love to see the Ryder Cup go back to, to odd years. I love the fact that in the, in the past it was in those odd years and it wasn't you know, potentially overshadowed by soccer World Cups or the Olympic Games. It could actually be the very biggest sporting event of, of that given year. But things have changed since then, obviously. And, you know, the, the President's Cup is important to the PGA Tour. Are they going to say, oh, yeah, no, that's fine. We'll, we'll delay for, a, for, another, for another year. I mean, it, it is quite conceivable that everybody turns around and says, yes, it is better to, to delay a year. And I'd be, very, I'd be perfectly happy with that. But what I'm aware of is that that could then mean it's a five-year cycle rather than a four-year cycle mm. before the European Tour gets to stage a home match. And we know that that is their biggest earner. Now, will the European Tour finances be able to stretch that extra year without the cash injection that comes with, with a home Ryder Cup? And I suspect that that is a very, very big question right now, especially with you know what's going on with all these tournaments being off and so on and so forth. So all I'm saying is that the players should be turning around and saying, listen, we will do what is best for our tours and, and, and working from that point of view rather than saying, well, actually, it's, it's not really going to be a Ryder Cup, so let's not have it if the fans aren't there. Very good take, Ian. Thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Great perspective, and it's always good to hear your voice. Well, it's always great to come on with you guys. I've, you know, I feel like I've got something off my chest there. <laughs> <laughs> and well done, too. Well done. So uh, stay stay healthy and uh, hopeful, hopeful for a quick relief. Yeah, absolutely. You two guys, let's hope we see each other on a golf course soon. Uh, ideally, uh, indeed. Ian Carter, golf correspondent for the BBC, joining us on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember golfers our tee times fairways and greens are on the horizon until then your friends at uinta golf encourage you to stay safe practice social distancing and wash your hands our plan is to reopen based off state and federal guidelines during the interruption our online store remains open at worldwidegolfshops.com Thank you for your patience and understanding, and most of all, for being a part of our amazing golf community. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we look forward to serving you soon. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. It's brought to you in part by Odyssey Golf. Check out odysseygolf.com when it comes to WGC's major championships. More players choose Odyssey than any other putter in golf. Check it out at odysseygolf.com. Well, we've been talking a little bit about... uh, I appreciate Ian joining us and mentioning the Ryder Cup and his stance. One of the things that's been nice, a little bit of a distraction, is the dance. We'll be able to see some some of that documentary series about Michael Jordan and the 97-98 Bulls. And, uh, and, and then, of course, the NBA had their horse game that they put in. Yeah. And Mike Conley won that, of course, currently playing for the Utah Jazz, longtime Memphis Grizzly. And, uh, you know, the PGA Tour and Troy Merritt got a chance to say, hey, wait a minute. If you're the horse champion for the NBA, we got a guy that beat you in a game of horse. And, and the of champion's course, champion. Yeah, that, that, and so Troy got a little bit of run out of that, so I thought it might be fun to bring him on. He joins us right now. Hey, Troy, how are you, man? Hey, guys, I appreciate you having me on. I am uh, currently hand-free in the car, so I apologize if my reception isn't the best at times, but uh, good to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you. So you, you must have enjoyed that a little bit, seeing that uh, you got to run some smack at Conley after winning the uh, horse, the NBA horse <laughs> game. I, uh, I don't really have the, uh, the ego to go ahead and just post that out there. Yeah, the tour actually brought that to me and said, hey, do you want to, uh, to run this? And I said, I, yeah, sure, I guess we can have some fun with it. But, uh, yeah, it, it brought back some fun memories being able to hang out with Mike all day playing golf and then shooting some hoops uh, with him and, and give him a little bit of a lesson. <laughs> I love that. You're not so bad. I gave you a lesson. I schooled you a little bit. Uh, yeah, you, you taught me how not to do it. That's why you weren't allowed to shoot. <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. So, I mean, you, you kind of rolled him on that. I've seen I've, that video has been around. What was that? Maybe two or three years ago, but you, I, did you miss a shot? I'm not sure you missed a shot. 
that uh, that video I believe was 2000 and either 14 or 15. Oh wow! I think I think it was 15. Uh, he did get two letters on me. You know, that's kind of like the highlight of uh, of the game we had. I missed a couple shots, but I don't know if you could put them on two hands how many I missed that day. <laughs> right in his front yard on his own outdoor hoop. That's even better. Yeah, you know, I think he was sitting up about eight, eight and a half feet. He had never shot on it before. He keeps it that low for the neighbor kids. So, you know, there's a lot of people on social media that said, oh, well, it doesn't count. It's only on like an eight-foot hoop. Well, that's part of course, part of the trick shot. It's just something out of the ordinary. Absolutely. That's different yeah. than a 10-foot hoop. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, so, so what brought you guys together? How did that all happen? Uh, it was, uh, uh, track TV was kind of getting involved in the tour at the time. And they had brought an idea to my agent, Peter Webb, about maybe, uh, playing uh, a golf round with Mike Conley, who lived right there on the golf course. And then doing like another segment of, uh, me playing, you know, basketball. You got the basketball player doing the golf thing. And then you got the golf, uh, the golfer doing the basketball thing. I don't know how they had heard, you know, that I could, shoot the basketball a little bit but that word got out and yeah Mike thought it was a, a fun idea I just I don't think that he was expecting the uh, the results uh, from both uh, from both contests <laughs> well he thought he was going to beat you on the course too uh, I think he was about a two handicap uh, I think he plays a lot of golf and uh, you know unfortunately you know when we play it when courses are set up like uh, in PJ Tour conditions those one two handicaps quickly become ten to fifteen, and that's for everywhere we play. It wasn't just that day, but uh, no, he when he hits it, he hits it really well. But uh, yeah, just you know, PJ Tour conditions, you know, the, your average amateur golfer isn't used to those setups, so I give him a pass on that. Um, on the basketball court, also give him a little bit of pass. He was just uh, coming off uh, that injury the season before, so he was still kind of getting back to it. Uh, and being ambidextrous, you know, shooting with both hands, he could have been able to use that a little bit more to his advantage. But he's just, you know, he was a little rusty, and I got him on a good day. <laughs> I saw Gary Woodland on Faraday not too long ago, and they talked about their their all NBA, their all PGA Tour basketball teams. And I, I didn't see you getting any love on there. They went with all the big guys like Tony Finau, Dustin Johnson, a lot of those guys, you know. But uh, have you ever, have you ever uh, have you ever got together with any of the guys on tour? Do you guys ever get together and shoot hoops? Uh, I have not been invited. I think you have to be uh, a little better off and better uh, position on the PGA Tour to get those kind of invites. I just kind of I do the bottom feed thing, as, as we all know very well. Um, but, no, I haven't got around with, really with anybody on the tour. Not saying that I would never, you know, want to do it. I had a good talk with uh, Tony, actually, after uh, uh, Gary's comments. We kind of got talking a little bit, and, I don't know if I put the bug in his ear or not, but I saw Tony was on Colt Notes and uh, Drew Stoltz's uh, radio show, and he gave me a little love there, and, and Zach Johnson had given me a little love, I think, the week before. So I made a couple teams. I didn't make Gary's team, but, you know, I don't really feel like running up and down the floor right now anyway. <laughs> so what are you doing right now? What are you doing to, to stay sharp? Uh, I'm playing a few times a week. You know, we still have our course open up here in, uh, in Boise, uh, we have all the social distancing measures in place, uh, which has been actually really quite nice. So leaving the pins in, uh, preferred lies in the bunkers if you don't have breaks. 
don't have to touch anybody. There's no shaking hands. Uh, you know, you just yell at each other, which is fine. We do that anyway. Uh, you get your own cart or you can walk. Um, so it's been quite nice. So I play, you know, two, three times a week with my friends. Um, and it's, it's just a fun. The boys, my boys want to get out and play. So we'll go play the par three a few times a week when they're done for school and when they don't want to go fishing. So uh, we've just been kind of spending time with family and a little bit of golf sprinkled in here and there. Hey, Troy, do you have a, a – what would you put your money on in this Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods with Peyton Manning and, and Tom Brady match that's been announced? Uh, I'd put my money on that there will be a lot of people watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you buy some stock in that? <laughs> I don't uh, I don't think I could afford stock in that. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's going to be pretty good. I mean, both, I mean, obviously both quarterbacks, they can play a bit of golf. I've seen them both at the ATC Pebble Beach Pro. I mean, and they hit a decent ball, so uh, I think they're pretty well matched. And obviously, Tiger Phil is, is a pretty good match as well. Um, I think we just see a lot of smack talk, uh, hopefully uh, shaking of hands at the end, if that's allowed by that time. And uh, just uh, just good TV, hopefully. Yeah. Wow. Well, so of of all the guys that you've had a chance to play, we talk about Conley. You talk about seeing the the quarterbacks play. Who who have who's impressed you the most, celebrity wise, that you've been around either in pro ams or just seen that uh, that can really play the game. Uh, uh, Colt Ford is a, is a pretty good player, uh, country musician. Uh, he, he he can hit the ball nicely. He's a great golfer. Uh, I think one of the most consistent scratch players that I played with was Alfonso Ribeiro, uh, Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, he was probably the most impressive from a consistent standpoint where he actually strung together, you know, a good 14, 15, 16 holes, whereas you know, maybe some of the others might have had a few tough holes. Uh, the one guy that hit it, if he connects on it correctly, was Larry Fitzgerald. I got to play with him at Pebble this year, and just a massive guy, very strong, hit iron almost off every tee, hit one driver for the week. It was on 13 at Pebble into the wind, and it went like 330. <laughs> he, he was pretty impressive from a uh, from a, uh, a distance standpoint when he was able to hit driver. Oh, that's awesome. Well, cool stuff, man. I appreciate you taking some time to join us. Enjoy your day out there, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon. Nice job on the horse champ, by the way, beating the horse champ. <laughs> yeah, guys, I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. All right, there you go. Troy Merritt joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Just a two-time winner on the PGA Tour and a great athlete and just happened to take out Mike Conley once in a little game of horse, so had to drop that in there. Stay tuned. We'll continue next. Jeff Rude joins us on Real Golf Radio. Love what you've been seeing from Quater by Travis Matthew? Then you'll love the new additions to their golf footwear line, the Ringer and the Wild Card. Whether you're looking to just show up and swing or if you're looking for something that'll make you look like you know what you're doing, even if your game says otherwise, Quater's new premium performance golf shoes have something for everyone. First-time customers will receive 15% off their purchase when they visit Quater.com. That's 15% off your first Quater purchase when you visit www.quater.com. 
When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier hyperacuity. What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick Drivers at CallawayGolf.com. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks again for joining us. We appreciate you being with us. Hope you're all staying safe and well and starting to mingle about out there. I certainly hope we're getting back to some normal. Really excited to welcome in our next guest. He joined us just before the holidays and really had a tremendous interview with him and loved having him share some of his memories through his long, esteemed career as a golf journalist. And kind enough to join us right now is our good friend, Jeff Rude. Hey, Jeff, how are you, man? Good guys, good to be with you again. Yeah, man, we appreciate you you joining us. I guess before we kind of have some fun with golf and basketball, let's start with the I guess the burning topic of the week in golf, which would be: Do you think we're going to actually see golf at Colonial uh, as the PGA Tour has has uh, at least Jay Monahan has thrown out that they hope to see? Well, there's a there's a better chance of seeing golf at Colonial in June than you know than uh, in May. You know they held out that May date for a long time before they bumped it back a month. Um, you know I don't know. 
you know, they would, they would do it there without fans. Uh, you know, nobody knows where this, uh, you know, virus crisis is going. I mean, cause you know, there hadn't been a lot of what 1.5% of the U S population has been tested. So we don't really know, you know, how much of a, of a forest fire it is. So, um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me either way. Uh, we may, I, you know, I would surprise me if we played a PGA championship in San Francisco the week of August the 3rd. Uh, but mm. you know, uh, considering the governor there has talked about not having, you know, big public events, uh, you know, the remainder of the year. So, uh, you know, this is, as, as everybody knows, this is a fluid situation and it's not, it's not an easy solution with, you know, the health versus the economy, uh, Part and, uh, uh, and and every every region of the country is a little different. I mean, you know, New York, New York, New Jersey is a little different than Wyoming. So it's uh, you know it's it's wait and see, as everybody knows. Yeah, or here in Utah, as far as as far as that's concerned. But um, kind of crazy to think that there's going to be events played without any spectators or any fans watching the golf tournament. Yeah, or, you know, or, or basketball, Bob, uh, you know, Mark Cuban has been on, uh, uh shows and, and said he wants, he wants the NBA to start with, without basketball. I mean, I, I can see golf starting before the NBA. I mean, you know, I mean, in, in Florida, I play golf, you know, three times a week. We play very, very safe golf. I've got my own cart. I drive it to the first tee. I stay within 10 feet of, of everybody. Uh, there's no touching the pin, no touching the hole. There's no rakes. We don't go in the clubhouse. Uh, you know, it's like walking down the street, really. So uh, nobody's on the same cart. A lot of people walking. So, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, but, you know, a regular uh, – uh, golf makes more sense opening that uh, because it's outdoors than the NBA with a bunch of uh, – very tall people sweating all over and bumping and sweating on each other. Yeah, right. And don't you think golf, because of the things you just mentioned, golf is a perfect venue, uh, maybe that's the word, or vehicle, to be able to actually kind of open this thing back up. I, I think about some of the old, you know, golf movies that I've watched and, and whatnot, and, and even though they're, you know, fictitious, you think about the Bagger Vance or something like that and how during this Great Depression they had this event that sort of helped the, the, the local town. Well, whatever, right? But, but in, in a sense, golf can do that now for us, okay? We can't – we don't have fans on the golf course, but at least we have a live event, the first live event to watch that we've had in several weeks, right? And so I think there's, there is something to that. And with the nature of it being outdoors, I think people from their couch could enjoy watching golf that might not otherwise, you know, maybe tune in a golf tournament. No, I agree with that. You know, I think it, it, it and I think Jay Monahan has said this, right? It's going to come down to testing, making sure that everybody that gets into that arena is tested uh, so they know what they're dealing with. But, uh, you're right. First sport back, uh, golf makes sense. You know, one of the things that uh, that now is being talked about is the as far as the Ryder Cup, and that's you know scheduled in September, the week after the U.S. Open. Um, you know, could could the Ryder Cup be played without fans? And a lot's being bannered about about that. You know, guys. Uh, listen, I don't have a problem with uh, just your average tour events being played early on with no fans, you know, as we're easing back into it. But uh, a Ryder Cup with uh, uh, no fans doesn't make any sense to me. 
Okay. It's along I mean, the same lines uh, as the NBA, right? That you're talking about. Yeah. If you want to have a regular season event with the, uh, you know, the NBA and you want to, once you see what happens with golf and you want to, you want to use your way in that way with no fans. Remember, remember how LeBron recoiled at the beginning before he changes to you. I'm not playing in front sure. of you. So a, a, a Ryder cup without fans is, you know, pick your analogy, peanut butter without jelly, <laughs> you know, beer without barley and hops. We can keep going. I mean, you know, we can make a long list. It's just, I mean, a Ryder cup is all about, you know, the jingoism and the, you know, and the, uh, uh, the the, the uh, r- r- uh, roaring for your uh, the team you're rooting for. Yeah. So uh, uh, I don't even know that I'd watch a Ryder Cup without fans. To be honest with you, and the players uh, are saying be... they don't want to play without fans either. Yeah, Kepka's not a big fan of that, and uh, yeah, among others. Um, uh, but again, we're we're wait and see. So that's. You know, uh, we're so. What is that? May, June, July, August. That's we're five months off. Uh, who knows where we're going to be in five months? Um, uh, who knows how the dominoes are going to fall? Uh, you know, does it? Uh, you know, it's very interesting, guys. Since we're talking about this subject, that you know, the, whether it was for insurance purposes or not, you know the. Uh, you know, the, the, the British Open, the Open Championship was uh, was pushed back to next year. It was canceled. So uh, they're taking a little more precaution over there than we are. Uh, again, whether there's ulterior motive, who knows. Um, but you know what? They, they, they really had to do that. You've got their Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, and you've got Prince Charles with coronavirus. Uh, you know, it's hard to come out with a trumpet, with a mega, with a... Uh, bullhorn and, and say, Hey, listen, we're going to have the open championship in whatever month. So, yeah, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens uh, as far as the Ryder cup. I, I would hope that five months from now, uh, we can be at live sporting events in some capacity, but I think you're right. Uh, a Ryder cup without fans. I'm, I'm on your side. That's the peanut butter to the jelly. All right, let's talk a little bit. Let's have some fun with the basketball side of things. Uh, we just talked to Troy Merritt a little bit and he's a pretty good baller. I've known him for a long time. He's, he's got a good shot. He, yep. he beat Conley and horse and then Conley wins the NBA horse little game that they had that we're all struggling for different ways of being creative to watch sports and create sports these days in isolation. But um, I also watching the, the last day, on ESPN, the story of the 97-98 Bulls. And I know you're a longtime Chicagoan. Is that right? Is that how you say it? Chicagoan? Is that Chicagoite? That is right. Yeah. Chicagoan, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and, you know, what? what's your recollection of that, that year and any golf-related type um, stories that you could share with us about the, the Jordan team? And I know Kerr's a big golfer, too. A lot of those guys play golf. Yeah, yeah. Um... Well, first of all, I think it's I, th- I think it's 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 crazy that um, a team that had just won uh, that just won uh, three NBA championships in a row and six out of eight is broken up and decimated. Mm. I mean that, that is uh, that, that that's mayor of crazy town. Put the crack pipe down, stuff. Okay, <laughs> I mean so you know and and as the as the uh, first two parts show, Jerry Cross, the general manager, was talking about breaking it up after. You know, they had won four, even before, you know. Uh, so it was premature. I think, uh, you know, I think that falls on Jerry Reinsdorf, the owner, uh, who was very loyal to Krauss. So, he, you know, he chose 
Jerry Krause over Phil uh, out, of, out, of, out of loyalty. But, you know, if he chooses Phil over Krause, then Michael, Pippen, and Rodman probably stay. At least they give another uh, couple shots until they lose, you know, keep going. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, Jerry Krause wanted to rebuild. He, you know, he's into the organization stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know it, it, it even looks more misguided now uh, I think than it than it did as it was happening. Well, there's no, uh, but yeah, it looks crazy. You kick Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan, and Scottie Pippen and Rodman out of town. Uh, really, come again. <laughs> <laughs> crazy stuff. But Jordan Jordan loves to play golf. Uh, he's got a place here in Utah, um, and uh, plays golf here in Utah. You, you've got to have some stories or have had an opportunity to play with him there in the Chicago area. Yeah. I never played with him. I watched him. I covered him, uh, when he, he played in a, uh, an event at Luke Donald one years ago, probably close to, you know, 20 years ago, uh, uh, maybe late nineties at, at Beverly. Uh, I played with him that day. Uh, you know, at that point, I think Michael was a three, uh, loves to gamble uh, on golf. Uh, we've got the world's foremost uh, gamblers at my club here, Orange Street Golf Club. Dewey Tomko has played uh, many money games with uh, uh, with Michael, and and uh, you know uh, Steve Kerr and other people. Have, you know, it's no secret that you know Michael liked to gamble on anything. You know, and uh, they play cards. Uh, as, as Steve Kerr said yesterday, he goes, uh, we, "We'd be in the bus or in the room, and I, I wouldn't get in. I wouldn't get into the varsity card game with Michael. That was out of my league. I get the junior varsity <laughs> card game. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Michael used to be a member of the club where I grew up, caddy, and got an Evans scholarship out of Glen Flora Country Club. Uh, at, at some point, Glen Flora was a big gamblers club. Michael played money games there. You know, uh, a friend of mine there who, with some knowledge, said Michael would go into his safe in his Bentley and pull out some cash and hand it over if he lost. Uh, I remember one time uh, he played through us after the 99 Ryder Cup. Uh, Bob Bupka, Brian Hewitt, and I uh, went over and played uh, on Long Island afterwards. We played uh, Shinnecock, Maidstone, and National. And, uh, uh, you know, at National, uh, after... Uh, early on, you got to ring the bell because you're up over the hill to let people know behind you that you're off the green. And we rang the bell. It turns out we rang it for Michael, and he was there with Julia Serving, Clyde Drexler, and wow. uh, I, for, I forget I forget who else. We let him play through at the halfway house, and I said to him, "So this is '99, right after Brooklyn." I said to him, "I said, hey, Michael, where'd you play this morning? Because he he doesn't play one round. Okay, he plays he plays 36, and uh, he goes that." We played national this morning. I go, Michael, you're at national right now. He goes, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. We played Atlantic this morning. I, I turned to, <laughs> I turned to Hugh and I go, He plays so much golf, he doesn't even know where he is. That's awesome. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, the, the stories are pretty legendary. I, I mean, I hear you know the guy's got obviously so competitive and he's so skilled above all others in his own sport that sometimes maybe maybe sometimes he was a little bit of an easy target on the golf course where he wasn't quite the his airness, if you will, uh, be, uh, between the fairways and greens, huh? Well, not everybody can have. Hey, listen, this guy played uh, pro baseball. I mean, he's, he's pretty. Uh... Uh, whatever he put his mind to, um, and we're going to see this more and more with the documentary, how he pushed those guys, how he drove those guys. I mean, uh, you know, he worked out so hard. He had, 
uh, what was this fitness guy's name? Tim Grover, Tim Glover, uh, one of them. And, and he, he worked out uh, hard. I heard his agent, David Falk, tell a story on uh, ESPN radio the other day about some, some Bulls rookie would try to get to practice an hour before and he showed up and Michael was there, you know, already. And then he showed up like 90 minutes before and Michael was there in practice early, you know, that early. And so then the rookie showed up like two hours before and he beat Michael there. And then the next day, uh, Michael got there before the kid and put out like uh, juice and donuts for the kid to say, Hey, <laughs> you're not going to get here before me. So the, the, the work at the work ethic uh, of Jordan was unbelievable. And the thing that, uh, I think he had the same thing that, uh, Tiger Woods had in, in a, in a different way. The, the, the thing that people forget about MJ is, uh, is he played hard all the time on both sides of the court. You could just see he was always playing hard. He didn't take plays off. And, uh, and, you know, like watching Tiger play golf, even, even though he wasn't running and jumping, it always looked like he was playing hard. You know how Hank Haney used to say that when Tiger gets off the golf course, he doesn't have any regret because he, he tries his hardest in each shot. Um, and I think that's one thing that those guys had in common besides, a, you know, a, a single-mindedness. That's awesome. Hey, Jeff, thanks so much for sharing that. We're out of time, unfortunately, but that's some great stories. And you know what? doesn't matter how good your golf game is. You probably don't have the Bentley with the safe to pull out the cash. So the pressure's on you, buddy. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's... I'm not going to tell you where my safe is. You know what? I will tell you. I don't have a safe. <laughs> <laughs> you, hey you and me both with you. you and me both yeah. hey Jeff always good to catch up with you buddy thanks for your time and stories appreciate it alright love you guys yeah you too Jeff Rude joining us right here on Real Golf Radio short break show continues next Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. It's brought to you in part by the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting. That's Callaway Golf, and they're not stopping to push the limits. They've used artificial intelligence to create the new Maverick Irons. New distance is out there, and CallawayGolf.com has it for you in the new Maverick Irons, the number one irons in golf. Really appreciate Jeff Rude for stopping by. Some fantastic stories from him. Bob, you have a safe in your Bentley, just in case you lose a bet? I don't have a safe in my Bentley, but I love that story. It's a good one, right? Troy Merritt <laughs> stopped by as well. And, uh, of course, Ian um, Carter with the BBC, kind enough to join us and give us a perspective from across the pond. Still to come, a detailed conversation. You're going to want to listen to this. If you want some good help, insider help from one of the best putters of all time, Dave Stockton joins us on the back nine, as well as America's favorite caddy. It's going to be fun. Thanks for taking us along. It's Brian and Bob with you. And you're listening to Real Golf Radio. <laughs> 